phrase that I love and it says new level, new devil. And the reason I love that so much is because every time you go up a level in your life, you, you know, you have another child or you have a first child or you find a career you love or you leave your job and you, you know, whatever it is, every time you go up a level without doubt, you are faced with all the stuff that stopped you getting there sooner. Mm. It's almost like you say in, is it step four, the tests from the, from the universe is, yeah. That's that's what it is, isn't it? And I feel like, you know, I've had the same trajectory. And you're right. You know, I think there's this myth that self development is is something that you do and then you're done and you carry on with your life. And that is not my experience at all. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, you remember that game at the fair where you had to like keep whacking, and every time you whacked something, <laughs> another one would pop up. It's, it's like so that. True. It's like that. You're like, right, I'm going to work on my confidence, and then suddenly something else pops up, and then you're going to work on that, and then you're going to. It's just, it's a. Yeah. It's a way to live is the way that I yeah, yeah. see it. Not yeah, like absolutely. a tick box, not a tick absolutely. box. So you talked about your recovery from Bennett. Talk to us more about that because I think lots of people relate to that feeling of just foggy headed, overwhelmed, getting through the days, but not really connecting with it mm-hmm. and not really enjoying it. Yeah. So, so what, so you talked about meditating. What else are some of the things that you've, done to help you move through that well I think there was loads of things I did and I would say that the first step by the way is really making this decision with yourself is like I know I'm feeling burnt out and only I can get myself out of this situation it's like you because I think I know a lot of women in my life or people close to me or who are burnt out who are exhausted but they don't do anything about it they just, you know, and they, they don't want, and this isn't like a judgment of them because I've been there before where I was just stay in victim mentality, but they don't, because it feels like, where am I going to find the time to make this change or bring in these little routines? And that like keeps you stuck. And so it has to start with this decision. It's like, no, I'm going to take responsibility. I no longer want to feel this way. I actually want to wake up with energy again. I actually want to wake up with a zest for life. I actually want to like enjoy being around my kids again. I want to enjoy going to work. And so it has to start first with this real decision to take responsibility and do that. And then it's finding and committing to these little tools that will help you. So for example, I mean, Wade has been saying to me to use this bed of nails for like six months. He's like, seriously, he's like, you have such bad back problems. Like you would really benefit from it. I'm telling you it will relax you. I was like, oh, no, no, no. And then I was like, wait a second. Why aren't I doing something that I know would be good for me? Let me just try it. So I started with five minutes in the morning and I lay there and I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll put on a meditation while I'm doing it, hit two birds with one stone. And, um, you know, in that first five minutes, and this will happen for most people who start meditating, I was thinking about what I was going to cook for lunch. I was thinking about the emails I got to send. I actually felt more anxious at the end of the first time I did it because I started thinking about all these things to do with work. But that's fine. It's normal. Our minds are so busy. And especially if we haven't been meditating before, if we've had a big break for it, if we've never done it, you know, it's something that you, that it doesn't come naturally to us. But I sat there and I stayed the five minutes. The next day I did five minutes, but I found my mind was a little bit quieter. The next day I did seven minutes. Then I did 10 minutes and I was playing manifesting meditations. And then I did one on Saturday and I fell asleep and, and had a 25 minute nap. <laughs> And it was amazing. And obviously my body really needed it. 
but I just kept committing to it and practicing. And I wake up at five before Wolfie wakes up and I get straight on it now and make sure I do it. And if I wake up a bit late and I've got to get Wolf straight to ready for school, then I do it just quickly when I come back. Obviously, if you don't have, you know, I work for myself, so it's different if I don't have to go straight to an office, but you could always do it at the end of the day, just before bed, but finding that time. Um, so meditation has absolutely, there's just so much research on how well it calms your nervous system. Another thing that I just did was just really simple was I was just turning my phone off at 9pm. So I was getting really into watching like reels and scrolling through thinking that I was kind of winding down because I was laughing so much and I'd be like in like in hysterics like laughing at these like funny reels but actually I was so overstimulated I also stopped I went through which I haven't done for fucking years and I don't know what possessed me but I started reading the daily mail but not the showbiz you know it's like awful stories on the homepage that's like these like random like freak accidents or like these really like horrible stories and there's something kind of compulsive about reading these stories and then you read another story and there's something kind of and I realized that afterwards I was getting really hyper paranoid mm-hmm. which I never am like I don't have any kind of even though what happened I have no health anxiety I, I don't worry about those kind of like I'm not a paranoid person. I don't worry about those things. It was changing the way I was like thinking and viewing the world. I wasn't sleeping well. So I made sure I didn't read that or any other kind of site like it. So setting boundaries. um, And me and Wade have been doing this like four hour. Sometimes it's not quite for us. Sometimes it's two, but a little swap on the weekend. So I'm like, okay, you take some hours for yourself. He goes to the gym, does a sauna. I go do a class have a smoothie, just have just a couple of hours to myself. And that has, it's so, it's so funny. Just all we need, honestly, all us mum needs is like two hours to ourselves and we're like brand new. Yeah, it's true. It's true because we give ourselves that. I think it's so underestimated the nervous system impact of being around young children that we love because it it just it's constant they need us constantly rightly so mm. you know and even when they're at school we're not switching off like you or I would stop this instantly if we got a call from exactly, our schools yeah. you're always on and I think yeah that's completely underestimated mm. and tell me about boundaries because I think that is something that almost universally mothers listening to this struggle with it's hard mm. to work out what they should be what's okay. And I think the hardest thing about setting boundaries isn't setting them, it's holding them when other people start mm. reacting to them. Yeah, so tell yeah. us what you've learned about setting boundaries. Cause I think that's foundational for avoiding burnout. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I think that essentially a boundary is just putting something in place that allows you to prioritize yourself and your well-being, And I think it's first recognizing kind of what in our life is causing us this like stress is causing us, is taking us over the edge, right? So what is that thing that just like pushes you over? And it might be that you have a friend that is constantly calling you every night because they need to like vent or unload on you, but actually, or it might be a family member or it might be, you know, whoever, but Actually, at the end of the day, you just need that moment to unwind yourself because you've been giving out to everyone else all day. And I think, 
you know, people will set boundaries in different ways. Everyone needs different boundaries. But I think it's it's essentially just recognizing that you deserve to put them in place and it doesn't make you a bad person or rude or unkind by saying no to somebody or by saying, actually, I don't want to do this. Actually, I don't want to go over to your house on the weekend for a play date because I just want to have some, like, family time and, you know, or I don't want to go for dinner or I don't want to talk to you on the phone right now. I don't want to go through a million WhatsApp group texts and have to feel I need to reply because I need that time to myself. Um, but once you recognize that you're and, – and, and say it to yourself. Use it as an affirmation, you know. I honor my needs. I am deserving of – self-respect I deserve to put myself first you know remind yourself of that yeah and I think that's where it gets hard with boundaries because if you've come from you know where you and I have which is really low esteem you need a certain amount of esteem to mm-hmm. set a boundary because if you don't have it what what tended what used to happen to me when I first started is I'd set a boundary say no and then the other person would go really oh come on and I'd go okay then because I didn't have that sense that really strong foundational sense that no I'm allowed I am allowed and worthy and deserving of choosing what I do regardless of other people's reaction I think those of us who who you know were people pleasers as a result of that low esteem it's quite a hard pattern to break isn't it yeah yeah absolutely and I think I love that somebody wrote actually on one of my posts no is a complete sentence and I was like, oh, my God, I love that. Like, you can just say no to someone without having to come up with a million excuses. Like, you can just say, no, I can't, sorry. You know, and that's enough. Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Nicole. And if you enjoy this show, you will love our podcast, Self Care Club. Every week, we trial a different form of self-care and report back on the results. We've tried everything from cuddle therapy, setting boundaries, laughter yoga, and many more. Two friends who rarely agree on anything. Testing out the world of self-care so you don't have to. We've even written a book dedicated to self-care practices that cost you nothing. You can listen to Self Care Club wherever you get your podcasts. Or to purchase our book, search Have You Tried This on Amazon.